coming up this week on the Afro Journal. There's this meme of like Africans movies of like oh gunshot gunshot you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Those yeah, kind of trash ass. In the in the blood. You know, yeah, yeah and you see you there? see you see Spider Man in movies that you shouldn't be seeing Spider Man in. Yeah. You know what I mean? True, true. First of all, it's financial. Business is expensive. Yeah. Like just that's just plain and simple. It's just money. And I think this society is more like expressive. Like you have creative freedom. Like mm. look how many times you've made films about wars. Have you seen a Biafra war film like once in your life? Like Hey, actually that's a good ass question. Look at us, Diesel. Yeah. yeah. That's a good ass question. I don't think yeah, we have. That. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Afro Journal podcast, where we aim to bridge the gap between the African diaspora and the continent through open dialogue, shared experiences, and good vibes. And today we have another banger. It's your boy Chef Pirero, aka Extra Luggage. You know the vibes. Peter Ikechike Chibuzo Aliogo Junior. And it's your chocolate glazed donut, always here, always beautiful, always happy, just for you guys. Mm. Bole Tasty Benakume. And it's your toasted caramel, you know, your vintage chocolates, your sweet boy, Chiso, AJK, Jerry, Jeremiah, Wakapo. And as you guys can see, we have a very special guest today. I was just going to give you a short statement to say that he's my cousin, but he's much hey. more than that. Please introduce hey. yourself. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not as interesting as you guys. I don't have, like, <laughs> you know, the beautiful caramel. <laughs> 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 Kingsley, remember, I'm a director and cinematographer based wow. in Toronto, Canada. Mm. You don't know what that is. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he just gave you a short snippet of what he actually does. That's but you know, he just gave you the base level. But if you if you want to know more, you can email me. Mm. Uh, slide slide into his DMs. Slide into yeah. the DMs. Yeah. But as as you guys know, he's my well, those of you that don't know, he's my cousin. We've known each other yeah. since we we're like little kids. You know Literally. what I mean? Yeah. And now we're in different places across the world doing different things. So I wanna say yeah. congratulations to you, bro. But Thank the you. reason that there's there's a reason why there's a reason why you're on this episode and the reason is for the main topic of this episode, which is we're trying to get a view behind African cinematography in the diaspora. And I, that's just something that you probably work on and you know how how is your relations with that like when did you start you know doing film and doing all those kind of stuff um well it started in high school actually like i think in my final year um my entire like set we made the film mm. in, in, our in nigeria in canada yeah in nigeria uh, um it's somewhere on like somebody's google drive it's really funny. Uh, wait, what school did you go to? Uh, Chrisland. What's Chrisland called? Uh, Chrisland. I bet, bet, bet. So, I was um, to that school. Yeah, you missed out, bro. Um, it was it was like a village film, like a traditional Nollywood, where like village story, like kings and everything. Mm. And you know, I went to university afterwards, and I was in Comsai, and I was like, "Well, this is a little bit boring for me." And then I switched to film. Oddly mm-hmm. enough, crazy. I know being Nigerian is like, what? Yeah, I'm like, but, uh, being African. Yo, 
that that phone call that to your parents. Was like, <laughs> it was not fun, like at all. But um, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm not somebody who wants to like do stuff just for doing sake. Like, mm. yeah. I, I, I actually enjoy what I'm doing in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if it's work, like, it doesn't have to be something that you don't want to do. Like, I mean, I assume in all your fields, there's some sort of satisfaction that you get from achieving your goals mm-hmm. in your particular fields. Well, I get that when I make stuff. So that's why I switched. Um, and, you know, with university brought on, like, film theory and like an academic background on what cinema is Mm because you know this is something that has been in the world for like a hundred years yeah you don't just record on your phone like Mm you know um so yeah like after university 2020 i graduated like into a pandemic um (laughs) very going i know it's not it was not fun at all but (sighs) yeah uh so yeah i guess you can say because i'm nigerian and i live in canada i wasn't born here i am in a diaspora or i'm part of the diaspora filming here is i don't say there's anything like it's not where you come from doesn't you know affect your impact too much but your um assimilation into the industry you might have to climb a few more steps mm. to get to where, you know, people who were born here are. Yeah. Mm. All right. Very cool. Very cool. I mean, I just wanted to dive deep into this because of I think that's the main part when people are watching this podcast or like listening to it. It's like, damn, like a Nigerian kid, his parents allowed him to, you know, study film. How was that yeah. conversation like? Just, you know, focus um, on that. Like, well, God bless my parents. I love them to death. Like, yeah. They've never really been people who like force stuff on you. Mm-hmm. Like they, the point of a parent is to guide you, mm-hmm. right? Like not to impose their own ideologies on you. Mm-hmm. And when I had that conversation with them, okay, this is wild. Like I remember like being, I think it was my second year and I was just like, you know that university depression where you're just like, bro, oh. what is no, like, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Um, hello. And it was beating my ass. Like, because yeah. I, I was not enjoying, like, I wasn't bad at home. Sorry, I just wasn't enjoying it. Like, my friends would, like, get the cold working. And they would be, like, geeked out. I'm just, like, okay, fine. It's another assignment. This is like, cool. Yeah. What am I going to do, right? And then do I started. You know, do you know what's so funny? Yeah. I was also a computer science major. <laughs> I was about to say, well. <laughs> yeah, I, it was my second year is when I changed. Uh, yeah, I feel to... like you just realized you're just like, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I remember calling my parents. I was like, yo, I first went to the counselor. I'm like, what can I do? And just for anybody who's in university watching this, your counselors are not really your friends. <laughs> just really? telling you right now, like, like they're there. You should take their advice with a grain of salt and do your own research to mm-hmm. back it up. Um, yeah. they were telling me to go into like gender studies or just hey, Jesus. I'm like, what? guys, I don't know what I can do with that. Like, and you was keeping the same school, do something that like I can, you know, that you could work with. Yeah, exactly. 
and I called my parents up and, you know, like there was the conversation about communications, like mass comm, because that's a very broad discipline and you can get into anything like business, marketing, all that stuff. So I got into communications, but I felt like it was too big. It was very corporate. So I paired it with film. And so I had a double major in film and communications. Mm -hmm. And they were like, at first they were a bit confused. Like, what is wrong with this guy? Like, has he gone abroad? I just lost. And then they brought me back that summer, actually. And then I interned at Supersport. Um, the head office in Lagos for oh. like the whole summer and you know that's where I really like fell in love with this like that was like okay I want to do sports media like that was it I was like this is what I want to do and I came back I just knew I needed to learn all the stuff in the west and bring it back home mm. yeah. Um, so yeah they were supportive I mean they still have their like moments where they're like Dude. you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. it's yeah. like it's so it, foreign. Yeah, it's still foreign to them. You know, it's like mm-hmm. there's there's engineering, medicine, law, business. That's it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like those are the pillars <laughs> of success. Okay. And to be fair, like, I don't I don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. And from my perspective, I just have to work two times harder to prove that this is a viable option. Yeah, it's a viable option. Yeah, that's basically it. Well, shout out to your parents. I know them personally. And yeah, they, they are cool people. Shout out to them, but oh, wait, you said you entered that super sports. Yeah, what was that like? Because that's bad. Because I remember growing up watching super sports, I never actually imagined like someone interning there, you know, like this is not a normal thing. Can you, can you explain what it is for those that don't know? Because I don't know what okay, that so is. So, super sport is, um, <laughs> sorry, a... I didn't grow up in Nigeria, <laughs> it's not <Yeah>. Nigeria, <laughs> it's a continental sports broadcasting um company so like espn in the states or tsn in canada um it's a it's south african owned yeah they have like um i want to say different headquarters yeah different i guess major markets and nigeria Mm. is like the biggest market so there's one there um i think the parent company is multi-choice so i was at um super sport for a few weeks and then I will intern at African Magic. Mm-hmm. So Shit. Like, they're the same um African well, Magic. Know African Magic. I, I know that one. I know yeah. that one. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, I would just swap in between because like film was really what I wanted to do, but my mm-hmm. in was through super sport. Mm-hmm. So like and I love football. So like it was like yeah. okay, yeah, I'm enjoying mm-hmm. which like, team do you support again? Manchester United, you know. Ew. Oh my God. Ew. Oh my Ew. Oh, ew, 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 ew. Don't play with us. <laughs> uh, I mean, you guys are playing with yourselves this season. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it was it was good to see behind the scenes like how sports is broadcasted to the world. Not really like um, the Premier League or anything. I think that is filmed and they just they just have broadcast rights from mm-hmm. England. Mm-hmm. But the halftime show, post-match show, all of mm-hmm. that is filmed locally mm-hmm. per region. So you have different um, hosts for each market. Yeah. And yeah, I just got to meet them, see, you know, what behind the scenes is. 
Mm-hmm. And funny enough, like a lot of the workers there are like legacy workers, so they've worked in like NTA in like mm-hmm. before, like when NTA was still like the thing, mm-hmm. and they just transitioned into like super sport because that's like the major yeah um, employer there. Um, African magic is totally different because it's scripted. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. most times there's like prep. This is traditional film now. Like it's prep. You know everything's in the sound stage. So there's more like um, I guess leeway to like mess up and just mm-hmm. redo. Mm-hmm. And you know it's actors versus presenters. Actors are a lot more like I don't want to like shit on anybody, but like they're they have like an ego with them. Yeah, big, big yeah, yeah. yeah, they feel like yeah, they're a like, celebrity. Yeah, basically, like, and yeah. They, uh, it was tinsel. So it's like, this is like the longest Yo, running tinsel. melodrama. Bro, that was like yeah. one of the biggest, should I say, like, out of like drama TV shows in Nigeria for yeah, the longest no, time. Like, serious. like to see all of them. And we yeah. all have lunch together in like a mess hall. Like everybody who works at like, Oh, I would wonder, this was like honestly at this point people will probably be so confused. But did, did you read Chooks? Or did so? Joke, you remember Chooks? No idea what they I don't watch the show. You know what it is, <laughs> That show was bro. fucking funny, yeah. bro. I don't like, watch the show. Like, really? I, you're I, just I, there hanging out with like, the actors, yeah. but you never know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I was like a PA. So the hierarchy of yeah. film is production assistant is like the yeah. lowest level. Mm-hmm. You're basically uh, like that. And I was yeah. just like moving stuff and staying out of the way. Cause I'm an intern. Yeah. If you intern in like a corporate, you know, setting, you're like, you're the guy who's getting shit on, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. It's the same thing. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, was, that that's, that, that, I'm sure that internship experience definitely opened your eyes. So like when you moved I back did. to, yeah. So when you moved back to Canada and you graduated and you're like, okay, damn. Yeah, we're in a pandemic and stuff like that. So how did you, like, you know, hustle your way to, like, make money and stuff like that? Because I, I know that you did a little bit of freelancing. Could you tell us about your experience yeah. about that? Um. So when you graduate from film, naturally, you're, like, a snob, like a film snob, because, like, people are just... Look at everybody who's currently in the market. Like, these guys are videographers, man. They're just carrying cameras and pointing it. Like, they, they don't have the logic or the theory to back, you know, why they choose to yeah. do the things they do on set so like coming in i was like i'm gonna take all their money bro because i'm that guy like <laughs> literally ah. that guy like i was like because i was black i'm black i'm nigerian i'm like there's nobody in in my community that can you know test me basically mm-hmm. that's how i was coming in like into a pandemic literally Energy. like bro there's no money in the pandemic my guy like relax <laughs> um but I, I did freelance. Like I met up with one of my friends from high school who actually shot that movie with me when we were in grade 12, same class. And he was already filming, right? Like um, he was making music videos and stuff and we just linked up and I was like, bro, I do this. He's like, say a word. And I'm like, yeah, man, we can like link up and like grow together. Mm-hmm. And we freelanced a little bit. like. Just like music videos here and there, because that's how you get in. Like you gotta do the music videos for the upcoming artists. You like, like building your portfolio. Yeah, but you gotta make a name yeah. for yourself so the guys would make yeah. money. You know, I think my first gig, like it was a hundred dollars. 
Mm. Or I think I even lost money. Like I think I, <laughs> I moved to another city just to be there, just to meet the people around. Mm-hmm. Oh, dollar Uber. I'm like, I'm just going. And then I met everybody there, and you know, make your impact. Like make mm-hmm. these people know that you know your shit. Mm-hmm. And from there, I started getting DMs like, "Yo, that was fire!" Like I have another one. Can we shoot this? And I'm like, "Yeah, for sure." And you know, it starts with like low money, like two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. But like, when you make something for two hundred dollars, when next somebody calls you, it has to go to four hundred. Yeah. When next somebody calls you, it has to climb like that. And yeah. I've been yeah. doing twenty twenty, and we're in the five digits now. Hey. Period. Um, I think last year was really the big break because like. Um, well, not even big, because I don't think I'm anywhere close to where I want to be. But like in terms of being sustainable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to a degree, like um, the beginning of last year, I shot for Dice, mm-hmm. Dice Sales. I think you guys, you guys should know. Come on, man. Like, yeah, we, yeah, uh, we, we, we know, we know. Dice, we know, we know, we know. We know, we know. I don't know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <it now. laughs> is, is it what everybody? Yeah, so we know. <laughs> Wait. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that was like a, it's a Nigerian artist like in that you know, not quite A tier yet, but like B tier, like all these guys are like up and coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And you know that got like our name around a lot. Like, like oh, who are those guys that show for Dice in Canada? And oh, nice. yeah, it was like a, a bunch of freelancing. I personally don't like doing music videos too much. Mm. I want to do like like actual film, like movies, movies. long form. Yeah, yeah. yeah. TV, um, so I just use music videos to practice, and I yeah. shoot commercials for like big checks because companies yeah. are the ones who pay you the most. Yeah, yeah. Is there like yeah. a big difference between like shooting music videos and shooting like should I say commercials and movies and all that stuff? That was like, um, a ma- major difference. Yeah, so like with music videos, you kind of have like creative freedom to do whatever yeah. you want. Like the the artist, the label is gonna trust you. Okay. Mostly. But um with commercials, like and it's very weird. Like you learn this the more you shoot it, like you have to yeah. separate like yourself from the work because yeah. they're not gonna let you do everything you wanna do because oh, okay. they have brands to protect. Mm-hmm. So even if you're like, Oh my god, this is the most creative thing I wanna do, like they're gonna be like, Yeah, no. Nah, bro. Like this <laughs> thing has to be a return on investment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, uh, yeah, commercials are, they're a bit more rigid, but they're very quick. Like, yeah. they're easy, usually. Yeah. You have to be a lot more prepared going into a commercial, mm-hmm. which helps you on shoot days. So, yeah, it's like your parents telling you what to do, basically. <laughs> yeah. The music videos are just your voice. Okay. Yeah. I've, very cool. Um, well, did you have any questions or you just want me to go ahead and do it? No, I was going to ask a question. So, like All you right. said, you kind of started up, like, during COVID, right? So, what were kind of, like, some of your struggles trying to, like, make your name but also working during a time where, you know, yeah. every co- company, everybody is struggling. Yeah. They're struggling. Um, so, during COVID time, it was strictly music videos. Like, uh, in Canada, like, we, we have lockdowns, like, yeah. Fairly often. Yeah. So, fairly often. Very uh, often. 
Yeah, but they're, they're all like, um, so that kind of hampers like your freedom to access like studios or like gear or anything. Like, and yeah, companies are not making that much money, so they don't want to advertise too much. Mm-hmm. But it's like a weird thing where like because they, there's no like physical interaction, there's more of a reliance on digital marketing. So slow, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and like videos are the new thing. Like nobody's yeah. reading your copy version of advertisement. Like you gotta make a video about it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like there's this weird like. It's like a stock market, like it would just dip and rise. Like yeah, yeah. one month everybody's like, I want a video, I want a video, video. And then the next one's like, nah, man, like, there's no cash. So it's like <laughs> I can't really like gauge too much. I, it was yes. up and down for everybody. Like but yeah. because we were so much on our phones during that period, if you post like if I shoot something and it's released and I post, like it's a lot of traffic towards mm-hmm. it because everybody's yeah. just at home. On your mm-hmm. phone, yeah. Yeah, that helped spread that name. Mm-hmm. Not gonna yeah. All right. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to quickly ask. I think this is really important. So obviously, you you said that you want to transition from you know doing music video to long version you know yeah type, like films like films and tv shows mm-hmm. and stuff like that so and i know you started your company could you like break that down of like what's that plan and where do you see that going is it like you're trying to do african films or you're just trying to do like a combination of like your experience in you know what's like in canada or whatever yeah um i think i want the films to be centered like african centered or afrocentric like mm-hmm nigerian miss basically like not really like i feel like we all like in this pandemic is taught me something it's like i don't know if when you're on twitter you realize like yo like everybody's living the same life mm-hmm. like yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. like different but like everybody's parents are this everybody goes to universities with this you know yeah. it's the same struggle every time mm-hmm. and you know when I want to make the films I want to make, like I think they should translate to everybody's shared experience. I really want to make like my personal favorites are like biopics or like uh, historical like uh, films, like about yeah. events that happened in Nigerian history. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you know, film is not just for entertainment; like it's a tool. It's educational yeah. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. to spread a message to the masses. Yeah. Transitioning to film from like short form music videos, like you have to where I'm at right now, like you have to shoot enough first of all to build your maturity on set. Like it's mm-hmm. not just like directing a film, you're actually leading like a hundred people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very narcissistic. Like everybody has to believe and what you say in your mind is correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes stuff doesn't go well on set and you have to be mature enough to be composed and lead everybody to the promised land basically, mm-hmm. you know? yep. and like so i'm building that maturity up i don't want to jump into it like i shoot short films here and there for other people just mm-hmm. to learn from them but mm-hmm. i'm also a perfectionist so i don't think I'm quite ready mm-hmm. um, to do that yet because this is a business first and foremost. Like mm-hmm. 
people invest money inside and with hopes of getting more back. Mm-hmm. That's why yep. there's, you know, scribble ads. And yep. when you're scrolling, you see a Batman ad, you're like, I don't even care about Batman, but like it's yeah. there. Because mm-hmm. somebody wants to imprint in your brain, go see this film on marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, you have to be mature enough to lead. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. can't talk all this talk like, yo, I'm this, I'm that. But when, you know, push comes to shove. Yeah, like you're like shriveling. I've seen people in this industry like cripple when mm-hmm. things don't go their way on set. Because it will never, you know, like what's in your head is a fantasy of yeah. like perfectionism. And in reality, it's like you might get 85%. Yeah. You know, paint that picture eighty five percent correct of what you wanted. And you have to be mm-hmm. able to live with that and not like be like heartbroken when everything yeah. is a good way. So No, that's so real. Yeah. That's why that was- like, you know, most of the directors you see here have like gray hair. You know, like it's not <laughs> it's it took them that long. They be stressed. Like, yeah, they're stressed, yo, like and even businesses know like yeah, you got to be experienced. So I'm just building up that experience. Yeah. Okay. Now that's real because, yeah. I mean, even with this podcast, is like if, like, we all have different ideas and, like, things that we have in our minds, you know, and then even, like, for individual episodes, we have directions we want to take it. But then, I yeah. think that we just have to live with the, the outcome of what the outcome. Yeah. And sometimes it's just like, bro, what the hell, man? And then someone's just like, yo, I enjoyed this episode. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like, someone's just like, yo, this was dope. Someone's just like, yeah, I did enjoy that shit, man. It was just like, what, what was this? But if they would just all have to live with the outcome of it and then move on to the next one and then and move on to the build. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And like, even the directing of, because, I mean, from what you said right now, because I'm thinking about you as like a cin- cinematographer, almost. Yeah, I, I got that bit. So like, when it comes to filming, right? How does directing come into the mix? Because is the cinematographer also directing, or is there a director that directs the cinematographer? Yeah, it's like a funny thing that like yeah. the question that everybody also asks on set, like who's actually leading here, bro? So the yeah. director is the overall like god on set. Well, the producer okay. is, but that director speaks to everybody. And it's his vision or her vision that you're trying to create. Mm-hmm. Now, the dynamic between the cinematographer and the director, the director has his ideas, man. Like, oh, I want, you know, when this guy walks into the room, I just want a shadow to just, or like a light streak to just grace their face. Mm-hmm. The cinematographer's job is to bring that vision no, that's to, life. to life. Oh, okay. Okay. So, cinematographers are more technical. Mm-hmm. They control the lighting, yeah, which is done by an individual like himself, like a gaffer. Yeah. Um, and they have like camera assistants that build up the camera. So the cinematographer actually chooses like what lens are we using, why are we using this lens, what lights are we using, um, what um, grip equipment. So we have like different camera stabilizers, like. Um, mm-hmm. Dollies, uh, like the moving ones, yeah, the moving ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the cinematographer's job to kind of like decide. So the director says he wants to push in, the cinematographer is going to decide, okay, we can push in five different ways with five yeah. different equipment, but what is best to push What's the in? best one to do it, gotcha. you know? Okay. So it's 
Yeah, it's just a. So this is not Yeah, continue, continue, continue. Sorry. Yeah, the director oh. talks to the actors. The cinematographer yeah. never. Uh, never. Okay. Just, just filming. Talks man. Got you. Yeah. Okay. That's, so the way the way reason is kind of like because I'm in the construction industry. It's more like the architect, and the and the general contractor that actually builds the house. So the architect is the one that designs the house and it's like, yo, okay, I want three, you know, three chandeliers standing on a toothpick. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah. the, then, then the general contractor is just like, how the hell am I meant to make this happen? I know, literally. It's like, just what figure out how to do it, Sha. what you yeah. want, bro. Like, yeah. It's like, just get it done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, I see. I see. All right. So like, even like, staying within the filming industry, what's your experience like with, I guess the difference between filming in Canada versus filming in the UK, you know, like, I don't know if there's like Hollywood or what do you guys have there? Um, like Hollywood versus, should I say, Canadian wood? Yeah. Um, Canada and the United States have a very unique relationship, whereas like mm-hmm. this place is just an extension of Hollywood. Like, mm, okay. Because, like I said, you need money to make stuff. And mm-hmm. all the big bucks are in the states, mm-hmm. so this is like a oh, feeder. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a feeder um, nation for them. So they shoot all your stuff here, mm-hmm. like suits, Riverdale, everything. Like they shoot all your American less, like, less everything. laws, less barriers, cheaper it's, to film there. Anything yeah. that looks like New York is probably shot in Toronto. That's crazy. Like, really? Just because like it's it's cheaper to work here. Yeah, you know, like your dollars, you know, a lot higher than ours. Like, mm-hmm. it's not as busy as trying to shoot in New York. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so this a lot of people who work here will work on Hollywood films, mm. but just in Canada. Wait, so have you ever worked on? Sorry, Peter, have you ever worked on like a Hollywood film, or have you just I like have. remained? You have? On a Hallmark film, actually. That was in my oh. final year mm-hmm. of university. Hallmark, okay. That's big. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mr. OG. Boy. Old <laughs> ass TV. It was a lame ass TV. It was a TV film, though. It was like a Christmas film. That was a Christmas film. Oh, all those Christmas films. Yeah, my mom's favorite. Yeah. It was Hollywood. I was like, I do not know anybody on this set. But like, yeah. It is what it, it, is. it is. It is what it is. We move. Alright, get your Christmas miracle. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Building off that, like you, you were comparing, like how you said that Canada was basically an extension of Hollywood. What is the difference you see between basically the the West and African movies? And like obviously, there's there's a definitely there's definitely a difference in capacity and technicalities. In the movies yeah. that we're able to film and produce, yeah, the type, like we don't see all these like big superhero movies coming out. Of yeah, could you Africa. could you yeah. could you explain the differences and the struggles that we're lagging behind in, let's say, African films? Because you know, there's there's this meme of like Africans movies of like, oh God, shot, God shot. you know, what I mean? yeah, yeah. those you kind of trash ass in the in the blood. You know, yeah, yeah bro, you see you see, you see Spider Man in movies that you shouldn't be seeing Spider Man in. Yeah, you know, what yeah, I mean? true, true. Um. First of all, it's financial, mm-hmm. like, like the business is expensive. Yeah. Like just, that's just plain and simple. It's just money. And I think this society is more like expressive. Like you have creative freedom, like mm. 
look at how many times they've made films about wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, have you seen a Biafra war film, like, once in your life? Like, hey, actually, that's a good ass question. Look at us. Yeah. This one. Yeah. That's a good ass question. I don't think yeah, we have. That. Like, you just see YouTube videos, and, like, people talking about it on YouTube. And like maybe some yeah. add some animations and stuff, but you haven't seen like a movie about a dedicated dog. I haven't seen it. Um, no, oh, like, actually though, half of a yellow sun. Now that I think about it, I don't know if you guys yeah, know but that. But Amanda. But uh, it was a yeah, bit like, like also like fictionalized in a way too. Because exactly. it added like the love story aspect to it and all that. Yeah. It wasn't really it was about the war, but it's more like love within the war. Yeah, you know, so, exactly. Yeah. It's just yeah. set in that time. Yeah. But it's yeah, very exactly. fictional. Yeah. You can't make like something that is directly commenting. And I think there's actually like a censorship law against that. Like back home. Like you can't make anything that um induces political unrest. Mm. I don't know if I'm right, but I'm pretty sure that's like an MVC law. I, 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 I wouldn't be, be surprised. surprised. <laughs> yeah, like we will be surprised. But it's 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 purely financial, I'm gonna mm. say. Because there are a lot of creative people back home. They just don't have the equipment to do or like the financial backing like mm. you see a film like like any nolan christopher nolan film is like a hundred million dollars plus mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's like inception batman tenet yeah yeah you know but, like, but can i ask this question don't you see that there's like some sort of a growth since the introduction of places like netflix Disney Plus, Hulu, yeah. they're trying to tap into the African market. Because I know Nollywood is definitely growing because of those it kind is. of internet space that has been introduced yeah. into the market. Well, globalization is helping, you know, bridge that gap between all societies. And yeah. it has been forever. Um, also, like, equipment is just getting cheaper. Mm-hmm. You know, like, things like every your phones can shoot in raw now. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah. 4K raw. That was like a fifty thousand dollar like piece of technology, just like ten years ago. Yeah. I was watching his documentary yesterday, like on Nollywood, like filming, and they were using like camcorders. Like that's the, that's how they were making their films just five years ago. That's what like <laughs> people use here for like uh, vlogging. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, um, it's definitely like that transfer of like equipment and technology. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Plus, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, we don't love our own stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. I, I don't know if it's like a black thing or it's like, a, I can't mm-hmm. think we just don't love our own stuff. Like, I, I, I would, I would, I wouldn't say that. I, I, I would agree with you that we don't love our own stuff in terms of movies and African shows because of. When you're competing on a world scale, it's very difficult to, you know, compete with a hundred million dollar movie than, you know, something that's like different. But but let, let's talk about this. We love our music. You can't lie about that. If you know, or is it like just the the cultural um the culture around it? Like mm. it's not just like the music doesn't like it's vibes, don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. like I think it's the overall culture around why I'm like uh, that makes our music pop. To be mm. fair, like like Whiskey FC versus David Doe's fan. Like, yeah. Cause we grew up on that stuff, right? Like, you gotta mm-hmm. dance. You know what I'm saying? Like, how what are you gonna do? You can't like just throw it up to like Fifty Cent all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like 
film is also like very like I, I don't know like I feel it's like a cultural thing like in pop culture like it's like okay like there are people who used to I don't know if you guys remember in high school they're like oh I don't listen to Nigerian music I don't listen to music from actually the same I used, I used to say that myself really I mean the reason why is not because it was it was just more like I I felt like none of it made sense because to me I was just like what this guy is saying. You know, it's like I've said that before. I'm when they say shit like, like this night, you're looking nice. I like food, and you're looking rice. I'm like, bro, <laughs> what are you saying? What are you Jesus? Saying? But but, really? but then, obviously that would be like overly critical and all that, like overthinking it. And also, I didn't, not really though. I didn't, I, but at the same time, though, it wasn't like I was listening to American rap. To be honest, too. like it was just, like I, I grew up on like church music, Akachawa, yeah. you know, like all that kind of stuff. You know, oh, so. Yeah, but... <laughs> I know yes. people who like actually just say that as yeah. like, oh no, I don't listen to that. I only listen to like Beyonce. You know? Yeah. Or, wow. I I I won't lie to you. I've never experienced that. Same. Personally yeah. speaking, oh. um, I thought that everyone loved that music because of the people. The people that around me loved Nigerian music. We played whiskey. Yeah. Banky W M I. We used to I sing the love. Now. I think the love for Nigerian music that like has always been there. But then the love outside is be- has been growing, right? And when the love, oh, okay, you know, okay, when okay, something yeah. happens I in America, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. The people that were hiding before now be like, oh, since Americans like it now, maybe we can like it. it too. Mm-hmm. You know, like stop actually, that actually, way. You that's actually saying? very true. That's actually very true because in the UK, people used to say that they were Jamaican instead of being Nigerian. That was actually a thing because they were so embarrassed to be this known as a- African and stuff like that. Yeah. So I can see the struggles of how that translates into both music and movies and cinematography yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, yeah. Um, yeah, like, it's just, we got to learn how to love our own stuff, yeah. basically, like, the... Well, on, honestly, though, with Nollywood, what, what, I, what I've noticed is, I think other countries, not necessarily other countries, but other countries really appreciate Nollywood. Yeah, other African you know, like, countries. Other, other Afri- African countries, or even, like, yeah. Caribbeans, like Haiti, you know, Jamaica, they'll be telling me movies that I've not even seen myself. You know, I'm just like, bro, like, I don't know this movie. I'm sorry. Tell me Nollywood movies and things like that. I've seen that they appreciate it. But it's all those, like, but I think it's, like, all those movies from, like, back in the days. You know, like, yeah. those, like village setting. I mean, but, like, like African magic was African magic. To me, African magic was good. Yeah. And then they now try to Americanize in a way. And to me, they lost their touch a little bit. But now they're kind yeah. of coming back with more, like, the modern nigerian african touch like which takes, i think is exactly good, you know and they're coming back with that banger but i think we we not only would hit a dip over the last maybe like five or so years but we're coming back again i i, I also say so this years, yeah maybe like I'll, 10. i also say this i feel that since we are kind of disconnected from the continent like there's no african magic i can you know put on my tv i don't even watch tv you know what i mean so there's there's this disconnect between me and the films that are being produced in hollywood if that makes sense like i'm yeah. I'm not going to and the environment i'm in i'm usually the only nigerian and stuff like that the, the nigerians mm-hmm. i talk to are usually online and there's hardly ever a time that we talk about films or oh, have you watched that new nigerian movie the, the only nigerian movie i've watched in the past two years was the collaboration with bollywood you know what i mean was that was it called jollof tiki misala or something like that i don't know what it's called i don't know what it's called but there was this movie that was in collaboration and it was on netflix i was okay it wasn't bad yeah. i was watching it because of one of my bollywood one of my you know brown friends was like yo there's a collaboration Answer, bro. One of your Bollywood friends. I said brown. I said brown. I said brown. <laughs> <laughs> I said brown. Oh, he tried. He tried. 
I said yeah, brown. Bro. I said brown, not Bollywood. I never said Bollywood. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my brown friends said that, yo, there's this collaboration between Nollywood and Bollywood that you should go watch it. I was like, ah, watch it. Because it was like this romance movie. Yeah. I was like, ah, it's okay. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't like amazing. But that was yeah. probably the only like yeah. film I watched. But I think that's just yeah. your disconnect, though, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. around a lot of Nigerians, and then we, I mean, we talk about like film shows, you know, like things that are happening in the Nigerian culture. Obviously, like things like Big Brother. When people from Big Brother go to ask movies, I haven't watched Big Brother at all. Transfer, transfer into the. I don't watch Big Brother personally, but people talk about all these things. You know, if you're around mm-hmm. the community, you hear it around. You, if you're mm-hmm. in the spaces on Instagram, Twitter, you, like people talk about these things. But I think, like things like even like when. You see comedians and musicians trying to enter into the movie game as well. Mm-hmm. And that brings more conversation around all these things. Like, Falls the Body Guy trying exactly. to be an actor. You know, like, Basketball being in the movie. You know, like, all these mm-hmm. things. Like, the yeah. conversation just increases from there. And I think that that now brings, like, a different side to how we see our movies. And then, like, you now see YouTube TV shows around Nigeria. Like, Peter, you were talking the other day about, like, seeing a dating show about Nigeria. Dating in, in Lagos. Lagos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, like... I don't know if it's a new idea, but it's something that, like, if you see the production quality, I was just like, this is actually nice. You know, mm-hmm. like, like that, yeah. like they show with that production quality is like, wow, mm-hmm. like these are new things that are coming up that has been very normal in America, let me say, like in the West for so long. Yeah. So I, I think we are growing and we're definitely going to keep improving. But I think, like Kingsley said, man, you can't compete with if you have a hundred million dollar budget versus twenty right, naira. You know, like, right. you can't compete. Okay. <laughs> you can't. I, I, I will say this though: there are lots of classic movies that have been done with small budgets. But obviously, that one is, is more like this. This story is relative. Line, the ty- type of storyline, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. If I do like village setting, all these things, mm-hmm. like a young three-year-old might not necessarily be like, "Oh my god," you know. But the young three-year-old will be like Spider-Man, swah swah. You know what I'm obviously, saying? Like, yeah, yeah. The kind of that he'll be saying. Yeah, yeah, it's obviously. The, yeah. the market, the market, the market for, is, you know, is different. Large, yeah. Is, yeah, it's different, basically. Yeah. I think, yeah, this actually goes back to, like, one of the theories about them. So, like, there's, like, spectacle over substance, right? Like, if you treat film as purely entertainment, right? That's, like, just appreciating, like, the spectacle, like, the special effects and everything. Or, like, how good it looks, the explosion. Fast and furious, basically. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, it, it's it's when you're younger, definitely that's what you appreciate more because it's walking mm-hmm. walking wow you, mm-hmm. right? And that's why you see younger audiences like you just want to see Spider Man or like superhero films because like there's a lot of that stuff there. Mm-hmm. But as you get older, you know, like, I mean, personally, that stuff can't just move you the same way it was moving you back then. Cause, for like, sure, for sure, yeah life experiences like mm-hmm. and now the story like what you're watching has to actually impact you because you're time mm-hmm. about right mm-hmm. i feel this might be where we might have shortcomings as an industry like we don't um like back home especially like our attention to like what our story is saying is not up there too much like we don't mm-hmm. make stuff that like makes you stop and be like wow mm-hmm it's it's quite funny that you say that because I, I believe that there are a lot of Nigerian Hollywood script writers that are quite mm-hmm. famous. You know what I mean? So we have great writers. I don't all, think so. You don't think we have great like, writers? I think we have no, great writers. I, I personally think so. Like I, feel I, like I don't think have... they are in the right positions, basically. That's why I feel like. Oh, they are, they are, they are, yeah. they are, their, their mindset is not focused on 
uh, Nollywood films, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. if you if you look at the diaspora, there are lots of cool um, Nigerian, um, Afri- oh, yeah, like, uh, Nigerian sure. American writers, basically, that sure, are doing sure. great things in the industry. Yeah. So uh, I would say that. So I would agree with you there that probably they have, the the writing quality isn't good enough. But I'll say that it's probably because of there's a disconnect between the diaspora and the and the continent in terms of bridging that gap. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm trying to say? I also think it depends on the kind of, I guess, story or message you're trying to focus on, mm-hmm. right? Because if you look at it, like, a lot of old Nollywood was very, should I say, like, religiously inclined slash moralistic slash, or, like, mm-hmm. the poor yeah. girl that is dating the, sorry, the poor, the poor woman that decides to marry, or the rich woman that decides to marry the poor guy, the mother-in-law mm-hmm. doesn't like it, mm-hmm. then they go through exactly. their struggles, and at the end of the day, we see that love will prevail because mm-hmm. of your good character, you know, all these kind of things. Like, to me, those are things that used to make me stop and think, you know, kind of shaped the way I viewed, like, things like, okay, like, chasing the yeah. money, valuing people, things like that. But obviously, I guess it, it could, if you overdo that, it can get cliche, right? Like, we can mm-hmm. also now, like, elevate, like, different types of storylines, and things like that. I think we can do it more. But I think the moralistic side that makes you stop and think about how you view life has low-key always been there. I also think that challenging the the uh, status quo in Nigeria is very looked down upon, if that makes sense. Sorry. It is I extremely see. looked down upon. We can, see, we can see it for even our own parents. If you say, what? They're like, what are you talking about, fam? I didn't, I didn't bring you to this court. Yeah, there's always there's always a strict way to, you know, do things in in yeah. in Africa because of we have that mm-hmm. strong, you know, what I mean, elderly, you know, patriotic culture and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I I think it's it, it's just time for basically the old generation to die out, and yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. like yeah. people to just uh, <laughs> be be you know our future leaders being able to be in, having those spaces for us to express ourselves freely. Yeah. You understand? I mean, we're getting there. I just don't like the fact that, like, like 80% of our films are about rich people. Like, it's just mm. very... About rich people? Yeah, like, it's just about, like, rich people. Like, okay. Oh, I was looking oh. at, like, the, the top 10 films mm-hmm. in our box office. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's just, like, literally about, like, wealth. Like, like rich family like, the and the drama that's wedding. happening within. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. not real. Like, the the reason why I think that is though it, it also ties into like the should I say the cultural hype that has happened in the West over the last four five years. You know, it's kind of like mm-hmm. it's now cool to know Afro beats. It's cool to wear Ankara. It's cool to yeah. you know, do all these things, and all those flamboyance with our like Nigerian culture, like those movies, is what shows that kind of culture that the West wants to assimilate. You know, mm-hmm. and to me that like makes them should I say box office more like. So like, we're like pitching ourselves. Yeah, up. Mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah. Makes sense. Well, we're, we're, we're also lavish, basically. That's yeah. what I tried to say. We're lavish as well. We're lavish as well. So oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's an argument for that. We want to rewrite like how we view. How we view? Yeah. No, instead of like just like the poor African child, uh, I guess yeah. narrative and like living in. I feel like you know they could be more things. like yeah, like on the nose stories, mm-hmm. like. Bro, I don't know. Like, I I guess there are people who have these like lavish weddings and like lavish lifestyles, but like, mm-hmm. yo, that's like a one percent. Yeah, you know, like it, you don't have to be like piss poor, but like, what about stories about like insurgency, bro? Like, mm. yo, these people in the West make stories about like uh, 
9-11 or like, you know, just mm-hmm. like the problems they have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not made for us. Mm-hmm. Like broken people, like stories about broken people, like those are what are critically acclaimed. Like they might not. Like, so so I them K- Kingsley, I, I, I'm getting a vibe from you that you want to tell some really some sketchy stories. stories. Some deep story. No, no, no. I mean, it's deep, but what I tried to say, why have my sketch is like your your Africa press were like, yo, why are you telling us this story? Why, uh, why are you why are we watching this? Why yeah, are you talking I mean, about that nonsense? Like, I'll pray for me. Just because, like, I feel like personally, well, they're all going to be true. Like, I, I feel like yeah. the best like stories are things that have actually happened. And I just feel like I don't think any of like us really know our history properly. Especially I, just because of like, like from school, mm-hmm. like there's certain cultural parts of our history that we just don't know. Yeah, for sure. Like, like they just like, oh, this is your president. That was when you got independence. This, that, that, that. But like, culturally, the what was happening? Like we all know about like LA ninety two. Yeah. Actually, that's you true. know OJ. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like those like intricate stories. Yeah, yeah. That way, very vital that to kind the, of culture. the culture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. We don't. Those are the stories I want to tell. Not necessarily yeah. like yeah. broken people, but like okay, you know, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I, see <laughs> I like the, the way I would think about it. I'm just like, like that's what I appreciate about the West. Is like they make every story in such a creative way that it makes sense for you to even be interested in it, right? For example, yeah. I'm just thinking about it, like very. You know how Netflix has become a part of the culture. And I like Netflix and chill, all these things. I feel like there will be a documentary about Netflix very soon. That's why I think you just like, just no, kind of, like and then they'll talk about like how Nef- they giving you numbers about how Netflix and the introduction of that shaped the culture and the next generation of how we view media, things like that. Just like, bro, like, I like to see a documentary about like, you know, like Nigerian comedians, you know, like, yeah. or like just like comedy, Nollywood, yeah. things yeah. like that, you know. that You know, you know what's also like, deep. like I, I, I also love to see, you know, like, a documentary about the Afro Journal, you know, like Ooh. how like we we shaped <laughs> the <laughs> whole how 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 we changed the whole podcast industry in whole of Africa. We're the number one, we're killing things. You Yo, know what I mean? Just saying, I directed for us. You know, <laughs> <laughs> book it here, book it here, book it. Uh, are you going to charge us five figures? Now? Are you, are we going to get <laughs> Was not yesterday's price. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I, 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 do, I do think there's definitely a space of growth and telling all those kind of beautiful stories that you want to tell. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. And those are stories that I would personally be quite interested in because of, like, doing fiction and stuff like that. It's not the type of movies I like to watch. I like to watch, like, like non-fiction and, like, things that actually happen that have affected us now. Yeah, like exactly. kind of like historical. Bro, but bro, movies. you like anime though. You like anime though. I, of course, I love anime. <laughs> That's all fiction, yeah. bro. Yeah. That's all fiction, bro. But you know, what? I watch, you know I watch documentaries to the day I die. You want to argue that one? True, yeah. true, Yeah. But I guess, so, I guess, it's, I guess it's about, because there's room for everything, right? Like, everyone doesn't mm-hmm. like everything. But mm-hmm. I do yeah. think that telling our stories is a very, like, like we need to. You know, like, even the Afro Journal, like, me, Peter, and Bole were talking about, like, where we see this going. And obviously, this is not, like, public information. But, like, from podcasting, I feel like there's so much more we can do. So many stories mm-hmm. we can tell. So many people mm-hmm. we can talk to. Like, now, talking to Kingsley getting insights about what he thinks about an industry that he's actively involved in that we were obviously not involved in me i'm more in the construction but is more manufacturing peter civil engineering you know it's kind of like we're in different structural lives. engineering structural sorry structural engineering he's like get it, right. get it right <laughs> <laughs> you know but it's, it's kind of like we get to see ourselves in different lights and like get into people's different stories and i think like 
even from this like from just podcasting alone we can grow into so many different things yeah and then obviously like being able to network with people like you and like collaborate and like and like it's we can now own our own our, own our narrative and that way we can tell the stories yeah. that we actually want to tell and then yeah, being in diaspora is that <laughs> Man, even though I don't know who ordered that documentary, yeah. right? I, just, I, 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 I wonder who asked who asked me out. Like, Michael, this is the most narcissistic conversation I've had. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have to you have to be your number one fan at the end of the day. You have to yeah. believe, believe in yourself. You know, at the end of the day. So if you believe you're going somewhere, you know, you have to tell yourself, I'm going to I'm going to that place. I'm not gonna lie. Let's answer that question. Oh, sorry, go. When I was in school and I was reading and studying all these like like people who've made this impact in film, I'm like, bro, man, these guys gotta teach me like about me one day. Like, mm. oh, he changed African cinema for this. Cause like the way they brush over that part of like film theory, yeah. like mm-hmm. African cinema, first of all, they're all Francophone people. Like mm. all the people they talk about, they're all from like Senegal, mm. or like Cameroon. Not a single Nigerian person. Cameroon, your people, you gotta show stepping up. There is Francophone energy, man. But I was like, one day, man, these guys are gonna. Some guy in like 2048 in his lecture for film theory, he's gonna learn about Gangsy's film about da 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 da. Amen. Hey, man. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you gotta manifest yourself. You're right. Yeah, facts, facts. But I'm actually curious that that, that question that Peter asked, like that, uh, who will act you if you are in the f- if you are in the field? Me. Yeah, like no, yeah, I, same. I, 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 I want everyone <laughs> to answer. Fuck like, me. Who, you you would act yourself, but I let you say you could pick someone though, like apart from you, obviously. Like you pick someone to act me. And the person can Michael be older than you. Does, 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 Michael be Jordan. No, I said like, Michael right B. Now? Jordan already. Yeah, I sure. like oh, Michael yeah. B. Jordan. <laughs> Start hating on the nigga, bro. Bully who talked to you? Normani. Hey. Oh! <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. I can see that. The energy Yo. is the same. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My girl already said Normani. No. Okay. Uh, bro, get on my level. Oh, okay. Stop playing with her. She's on you. Me? What about you? I'm a... I don't even know, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think Melvin Greg, though. Wait, who's that? Let me Google this guy. What's his name? <laughs> Idris Alba. Melvin Greg. Melvin. Melvin Greg. I actually think Michael Blackson would be a good one for this one. Jesus. Peter, you're a bastard. <laughs> oh, I can see it. I can def see it. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I'm not Melvin Greg, yeah? And uh, even though, um, do you guys know this guy? Uh, this guy from All American that was, you guys watch the show All American? Jordan? No, no Jordan. Spencer's brother. Spencer's stepbrother. That went from, that came from, um, what is, it, what is this place? You don't watch that, Peter? No, I, I, I hardly yeah. ever watch African. So you watch All American, bro. Like, we literally <laughs> talked about this before. Oh, I've, I've probably watched one season. And I don't remember. I, I don't remember this guy. But remember the stepbrother that had to leave because his mom, because his mom uh, had some issues. Spencer. I know, think honestly. so. Just yeah. so whatever. It about it. It about, yeah. it it's not that deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> but I forgot to that guy. But I'm yeah. thinking that guy. I'm thinking that okay. guy. But no, there will be a picture. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a picture after I go do my research. After. 
All right, I, but okay. So this one is more like uh, I guess kind of like a se- like a side conversation, right? But being in the being in the industry, say you worked on music videos, you've worked on um like some cine- um some what's it called some commercials, some short films, all that stuff. How do you manage doing that and keeping your professionalism when you're working with women? Because that's um, also one thing that I'm curious about, you know, because you have to film women from different angles, interact with them. I don't know how deep the interaction is and all that stuff. How do you keep your pro- professionalism? Is, is there like an industry like line with like crossing that barrier? Actually, that's a yeah. good question. Now that I'm thinking of it, so. wow. The way you started, the way you started, it was sketchy. The way you started, it was very sketchy. But I was like, when you landed, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But when you started, I was looking my at thoughts, you, I was like, <laughs> my thoughts be coming. My thoughts be coming. Yeah. <laughs> I was quite scared. I was like, yeah. Um. Well, like, I mean, my, like, approach to it is, like, actually everybody respect. Like, everybody's, like, genuine on set, right? Like, I talk to everybody the same with respect. I don't treat anybody differently. Now, when it comes to, like, performing, right, like, I, I'm still in, like, the space where, like, I don't know how they do this on camera, but I don't judge it, bro. Like, I got to go to them and say, yo, are you comfortable with doing this? Yeah. And I've had like Dixon tell me like, that's it. Like, <laughs> I've done worse, B. Like, what's really? up? <laughs> I'll do anything you want me to do. <laughs> like, Damn. because you're like, I'm looking at it from like, okay, it's hard to not look a little more, right? Like, because mm-hmm. of your upbringing. Yeah. Yeah, but this exactly. is somebody's job. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they've disconnected whatever you've associated with their act. And it's just like, it's just a job for them. Yeah. Like, there's no pleasure in that. Like, and a lot of times I have to like pattern like the people around. Cause like, if I'm shooting a music video for like a rapper, and rappers have like entourage of like people, you don't know what they're doing there, but they're there. Like, and there's a Vixen or a couple models Mm -hmm. just doing their thing, and you're hearing like side comms and woo! Damn, damn, you gotta kick those guys out, bro. Like, because mm. sometimes they make them uncomfortable. That mm. energy can be very yeah. toxic. Yeah, they don't wanna be sexualized per se. They wanna be hyped up, but not sexualized. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's from a performance point of view. Um, part of like crew, you gotta respect. If you're working with a female director, you gotta show the same respect as working with a male. Like it's just, it's just like we're in the twenty first century, bro. Yeah. yeah I, mean, <laughs> I if I don't think a director knows as much, in my earlier days, I would be like a snob. Like, really? You want to do that? Seriously? Oh my god! <laughs> that really? That runs with the other people there. I can see that. Oh, that's exactly uh, what? what? <laughs> That's how Peter is. Peter is what? such a snob. Like, how am I snob? That's saying, where you're bro? going? No, 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 no. no. Like, I, do that, I do that to only people I personally know. Not in public. Nah, not like someone I know. Everybody, bro. Like, nah, seriously? I can't do that to everyone. That's where you're going with this? That's the hill you want to die on? Mm-hmm. But, but, I've matured to the point where I'm like, we can have a conversation about it. Like, everybody doesn't, uh, like, enter this industry from the same point. Yeah. Right? Like, so it's all about, like, Okay, you want to do this, but there's also this way. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Basically focusing on accomplishing the goal. That's the, the goal. whole point. That's yeah. the whole literally. Like yeah. not so like in terms of like I don't know personally I respect everybody that I work mm-hmm. with. I've seen I've been in situations where like it's borderline like disrespectful. Like or women on set are like being disrespected and you gotta say something. Sometimes you're not in the place to speak because it's mm-hmm. not your project. And yeah. there's a lot of money writing on this, so you kind of mm-hmm. have to like drop that moral standing. Put a blind yeah. eye. Yeah, but like you know, like this is fucked up. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like terrible, <laughs> like from a humane point of view, but like. I mean, I think everyone understands though, right? That like, it's just mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, the like, treasures you want to speak up in, but it's just not the time like, or the place. Yeah, and, like, bro, you're like, just not able to to do it. Yeah. 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 Like, you're, yeah. you're, you're not in the position to make that kind of that sort of change i can't yeah. make any change yeah 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 i'm just gonna be the guy who says something <laughs> like, yeah. you know yeah yeah i don't know because now i always think about that dynamic chiso like... is basically telling that he's a whore and I'm he's dead. just which is whore. Cool, i'm just thinking about i'm just thinking about it from a realistic point of view bro like you're just like yo like Obviously, me being on the outside, <laughs> I don't know what goes on on the inside. But when I see all these video vixens and all that, in my head, I'm just like, man, I pray for them, man, because I know how toxic niggas can be. And I don't know what they had to do or face or, like, do to even, like, get through and, like, Bro. shoot the video itself. So is that what your mind like, was? No, no. You gotta be a I mean, that's probably where my, my, my mind was. Like, you have to be a serious perv to yeah, be yeah. able to, like, sexualize somebody when we're shooting. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. is so like, and there's lights, cameras everywhere. Like, if you're still able to like, like there's no privacy. Like, how are you mm-hmm. getting a mm-hmm. kick from? It's like there's like thirty people watching you right now, right? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna and, be like, damn, shoddy? Yeah, like, bro, yes, like, you're, you're gonna look like, like a fool if you're the one getting twerked on or whatever, bro. Like, there's like thirty niggas here, bro, looking at you, like. You, you, you can't how are you, how are you gonna get up on there like we're literally recording this okay. yeah 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 I, I, that's quite funny that's quite funny. I, I see what you're saying sometimes though the body gives i'm not gonna yeah. lie see yeah so <laughs> i'm thinking i'm just like i can see a way where like you know you don't mistakenly you don't really look at the environment you're like oh boy this yeah i lost in it yeah this is alcohol in front of me you know so you know just so I, I I don't know why you asked that question, but it was a valid good, question. <laughs> we accept it. We accept yeah. it. We accept valid it. question. Accept nah, bro. It's just like it's it's just, bad, honestly, bad. things I think about. You know, things I think about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I think I think we should you know kind of kind of break it down and end it on this cool note. So mm-hmm. basically, you know, we all have goals and ambitions, and yeah. I just wanted you to just flesh that out for the Afro Dollar Podcast. And we're calling it right now. We're putting it into the world, into existence. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, I guess you got to say what I want to do. Yeah, just go ahead. You know, contact uh, Kingsley. You know what I mean? Because of at the end of the day, this is a collaboration between multiple people on the Afro Journal yeah. podcast. You know, and we aim to bridge yeah. the gap between the, you know, African diaspora and the continent. So who, yeah. you don't know, someone may be listening to this and they okay. might reach out to you. I think the first person... Cause you guys are in the same country, Justin UG. Great Justin. Me, bro. <laughs> we gotta work. I watched this um high school like, chronicles. That has good chronicles. story. That guy's a good that guy's good, man. We can, you know, take it to another level. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanna make films. 
that send a message to our people, Africans, not just like Nigerians. Mm -hmm. uh, make them, you know, think about where they're from. Mm -hmm. I also want to do some sports shit. I don't really know what, like, bro, I yeah. just love football so much. Yeah. Maybe like mm -hmm. football like i just i don't know bro like mm -hmm. before i die i gotta make my own impact on that Dude, yeah do you know what i think you should do i what? think you should work for an mls team bro i was thinking I'm, about that i have one here um toronto fc now yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes that stuff but you know yeah <laughs> you can you can do something you can do something um i thought about it but like I don't know, man. I don't like making my hobbies work because then I lose the joy of doing it. Yeah, no, nah, that's you know? real, bro. That's real. Like, yeah, when it's a creative job, like if it turns to work, you're like, fuck. Yeah. But yeah, it's just kind of like the balance with Afro John now, bro. Like, we enjoy yeah, this shit, but then there are some times you're just like, yo. <laughs> Let me yo, quit. You know? Sometimes you be <laughs> editing, you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Like two a.m. What is like? God, I have to do this thing so I can beat the deadline for this video. <laughs> but I'll probably do it for like yeah. six months. Why not? Yeah. You know. Okay. But yeah, you want to make a movie? You want to do something with sports? And by the living grace of Christ, mm. let's win an Oscar for foreign film. Ooh. Mm. Amen. Yes. Please, I mean, Wiz and Burna broke that barrier for the Grammys. I mean, they're yeah. watching us right now. Wow. So, they are. And Oscar, it's possible. You got Koreans it. Koreans have done it. Why not? Shout out, shout out to the South Koreans. Yeah. So, what was your favorite South Korean show? Uh, <laughs> you watch gay dramas? I don't watch. Hey, 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 I do watch K-pop. I listen to K-pop. Yes. I will say that with my chest. I will say that with my chest. <laughs> I, I have watched one K-TV show. It's yeah. called Street Women Fighters. And it was quite hilarious and funny. Yeah. And also pretty good. Yeah. Okay? But that's all I've watched in terms that's of my Korean watch, content. Yeah. No shame. All right. Hold on, hold on. I mean, I don't shame you again. Hold on. This is so off topic. You like yeah. Asian Asian movies? Asian women. Asian women. Asian women? I don't yeah. discriminate. Oh That's all I have God. to say. I don't discriminate. I don't discriminate. That's such yo, a good question. Yo. That's such a good question. Yo, yo, yo. I know you are seeing Peter's real motivations in life. And you are breaking that shit down right now. Go to our previous episode. Peter's cousin right here. Nah, talking nah, about nah, that. Nah, 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 nah. Let's chill. Let's chill. Let's chill. Peter loves. This is the K-pop for fun, bro. <laughs> no, there's actually some good K-pop songs. I'm dead ass. There are actually some good K-pop songs. How about BTS, this girl? BTS Black, is Blackpink. 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 Black Pink. I don't listen Whatever to Blackpink. I don't listen mm, to their songs. Pizza. I don't listen to no, their songs. Here, no, no. what? Pizza. Go back to episode how, how 52, I, know I think. No, exactly. Like no, 40 something. I was, I, no, I said Lisa from Blackpink is hot. That's mm. all I'm saying. I didn't say I listen to her music. Okay? Good there's a difference no. between there's a difference between saying Madonna in the in um uh, 
Who is hot? Uh-huh. Let's, let's, yeah, this yeah, time you say Selena Gomez is hot, but I don't listen to Selena Gomez music. Mm. So you think you know she's I mean? hot? Who? Selena Gomez. Yeah, I think she's hot. Lisa from Blackpink is hot. Yeah. Objectively really? speaking. Yes. Objective. I think we're getting an respect, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know? yeah. Can I just say this? <laughs> can I just say this? I can like, I like different things all across the world, okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, TV. I huh? didn't see a black woman in any of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, I'm my God. A, I'm feeling you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 I yo. Where, did, where did we get into this K-pop shit? I didn't oh, even bring I it up. Yeah. I wasn't what I, I wasn't what I brought it up. You digress. I'm giving you all sound. No, do you know do you know where it came from? Do you know where it came from? Do you know where it came from? Because we are talking about shout out to the Koreans. That's where it came from. And it started this fucking trend no, of fucking no, going to be Peter I, I just saw the Afro Jordan listeners to realize that I wasn't the one that brought it up this time. This was Peter's cousin that is calling Peter out right now. Yo, wait, okay. <laughs> Peter, it's okay, it's okay. I literally said I don't discriminate. Dude, I, don't, I don't know how you guys want me to comply. What, what no, else? No, 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 own your shit. Own your shit. You like what you like. bro. We just want we just want to unpack We just want to unpack you. The real you. you guys, I'm on you the guys. Fresh and Fit podcast right now. Uh, uh, what? No, 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 no. Afro Journal does not condone. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. We don't okay, condone those niggas out guys, here. Man, you, guys okay, are actually, yeah, okay. you guys are actually making me have to become a villain on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Like, it's actually oh, bad. Yeah. All right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I've literally I've said on this podcast, no man is hot. You have, I just you remember have, right No one's now. denying that. No one's so denying what? that. So oh, what? I'll keep quiet. Yeah, quiet. it's okay. I'm too like, it's, all right. it's all right. It's all right. Peter, you like what you like. It's fine. No, no. <laughs> Except you. You get yeah, the world mind. traveler. What they call you? World, what was it? United Tonight. Nations. Yeah, uniting the nations together. It's all right. We respect that. You guys are so bad. <laughs> we digress. Oh, God. <laughs> we digress. Anyhow, Shia, yo, I think this was a dope conversation. I'm like, like I, I personally learned a lot, you know, even that I asked some selfish questions, you know, but I learned a lot personally, and I think I really enjoyed it, like digging into, digging into Kingsley's world, you know. But oh. Kingsley, where can the people find you? You know, if they're trying to reach out to you, trying to hit you, where sure. can they find you? On Instagram, I think. Yeah. Or my website. One you got a website? I think oh, Instagram okay. is better. Yeah, uh, his art will be, you see his art all over yeah. the whole place. I don't know what my tag is. I don't no, know. don't. We'll, we'll get it, we'll get it. Don't worry. We'll get it, we'll get it. They'll see it. Yeah. They'll see it. Y'all They'll see it. Yeah, hit me yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. All right, bet, bet, bet. For oh, business wow. only. That business part. only. Professional <laughs> vibes here, you know? <laughs> Oh, no pleasure. All right, so guys, you heard it here, guys. Like Kingsley said, that it's going to that Oscar stage. You heard it here first. Oh, you, sure. you want to say something? You want yeah, to say no, something, I have Kingsley? a journal entry. I didn't forget that. Oh, yeah. ah, yeah. I like that. I like that. So we can get yeah. into that. Then we can get into that. What's your journal entry for this week? Okay, hold on. Let me go find this real quick. Mm. Um, it's a quote. It's a quote. Where are you? Okay. Okay. So it's by, I swear I'm gonna murder his name. His last name only. Right? It's, it's Jibril Diop Mambeti, okay. Senegalese film director. I hope I said that right. I know I said Jibril and Diop right. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and he says, "Birds know what God is like. They're nearer than hyenas to God. 
They're like some kind of elephant whose wings flow in the wind. And African filmmakers can be birds for reinventing the seven art. We are perhaps poor in money, but so rich by situation and hope. Bars, bars, bars. Words bars. deep, bro. Bars. Don't think about that. It's literally back to what I was saying. Like, man, we have so many unique stories to tell, bro. Like, mm-hmm. stop all ah, this. That's real lavish zero shit just by life. by situation alone mm-hmm. yeah man we yeah. got real stories bro that real. like that like leaving the village to go to Lagos, like bro that was, that was like so. a real thing my guy like yep. very real thing like very bro you know oh yeah that's mm-hmm. my shit mm-hmm. all right too so what's your journal entry my journal entry this week is hmm, let me see <laughs> What's this, what's this guy's name? What's this guy's name? Melvin Gregg. It looks sure. like you're the one that's playing me. I'm in my crying. Movie, so hit me up, hit me up, hit me up. <laughs> Bola? Uh, my journal entry for this week is no more Netflix and chilling. Mm. What? <laughs> Get to Netflix and chill. Why is it's it Hulu. She's doing Hulu and chill. No, he's No, Max. I'm doing just he's chill. Hit Max. Just he's chill. Max and chill. Just, just chill. chill. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Anybody like all that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Get to the point, B. Hey. Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, uh, about you, fam? My journal entry for this week is uh, shout out to Nollywood, man. Keep doing your oh, thing. Yeah. Keep growing. Dude. Keep doing your thing. I keep growing. That's just the way I see it. That was your chance to big up all the black women who disregarded. Right. I I yo, yo, oh, what? That was your chance, That's dog. crazy. Yo, that you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys are my enemies. You guys are my enemies. You guys are my enemies. You guys are setting me up. You guys are setting me up. You guys are my enemies. You guys, you can look at the position you're putting me. If I say it right now, I'll say I'll just say it just to say it. You can't, so. If I don't say Obviously. it, you say ah, you see him? He's not saying it. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. We out. Okay. We done. Bye bye. Okay. Peace.